When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash hack it out. Just go to Indeed.com slash hack it out right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash hack it out. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, welcome back to the Hack It Out Golf Podcast. We're talking slow play. This is a hot potato. People do get a little bit hot under the collar when we talk or when slow play is a conversation. We're going to discuss what causes slow play. Uh, I've put a tweet out as well, so we'll listen to what the audience think causes slow play. And there are some brammers in there. It's going to be a fun one. Lou and Greg, welcome to back to the Hanging Out Golf Podcast. Um, Greg, um, I'm guessing on tour, I guess, you, I mean, your times, you know if you're a quick or slow player. You're measured, I presume, aren't you? Uh, yes. So you get, a, you get a report that you can access if you want. Yeah. Um, it can be quite startling sometimes because one of the things that I've learned over the years is that slow players don't know they're slow. Yeah. Um, yeah. They tend to be a little stuck in their own world. And I've also been um, at cer- in certain areas of the game, there's been times when people who love me dearly but also come watch me play who've pointed out, uh, you're kind of slow okay. in that area. You yeah, know? Really? And it was, wow. yeah, it, was, it was putting and it was mainly – uh, and so I had to kind of address that and I, I've seen it, I've seen video of it and I'm like, huh, that took a long time, but it didn't feel like a long time doing it when I was in action. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll get into the reasons why and what goes on in the brain. But yeah, I've, there's definitely some guys when you see your pairing sheet, you're like, oh boy, um, this is going to be a, this is going to be a two shot penalty for me. And if, um, if you were, be- yeah, if you were slow, would you be notified as well? As in, if if you got a record that you can access, but if you were showing, if the tour was seeing that you were always on the slower side, would they bring you aside and say, "Is this something we can improve or not?" Unless you're breaking the rules and getting penalties, do you know what? So it used to. So what they used to do was really ridiculous. What they used to do a few years ago was. If, if we, the three of us were playing together and I'm really slow and dragging the group down, they'd come and they'd time everybody and they'd say, hey, we're putting you on the clock and yeah. time you. Yeah. And then that would count as not as a bad time but just one timing. And every if that happened to you 10 times in a year, it was a $20,000 fine. Okay. So if you got paired with me 10 times You're and you got trouble. put on the clock 10 times, you guys would get the fine as well as me. That's mental, now, isn't it? Yeah, a little bit stupid, right? So what they wanted, they wanted us to police ourselves, right? They wanted us to go to each other and sort it all out. Yeah, yeah. What you find, though, is there are some players, like as a young guy, imagine a rookie having to go to, you know, Kevin Nah, for example, right? And say, hey, Kevin, get on with it. I'm on, you know, like, that's not going to happen. They're quick on the live tour, Greg, because they all, it's all (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> it's, it's one D star. <laughs> I knew that was coming. Anyway, so of all the so names you could pick, that's lost us twenty now. followers straight away. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So what they do now? What they do now? is they just look at the iPad and they look at Shotlink and they go, actually, out of the three of us, Greg, you're the, you're the, you're the reason. Right. You're taking too long. We see that in your history. We're timing you. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay. And that counts, and off you go. So, and that's hypothetical. Yeah, you, have you been on the clock before? You're just using yourself as an example. Oh, yeah, everyone's been on the clock, depending yeah. on – usually it's, it's a combination of slow play and bad golf. Yeah, um, I was going to say, usually, it's bad like head-off golf, isn't it? It's head-off yeah, stuff. Bad, bad, yeah, if you're if you're having a triple and a double, that takes, takes a long, long time. <laughs> and then if and then if you have a slow player in your group, that can take a long time, and that can be, um, you know, no fun for anybody. But uh, yeah, they 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 look. I don't know how much the from a tour level in this discussion. I don't know how much they care because most of their money comes from TV product. Yeah, um, more ad so, time, isn't it? Yeah, so just jump to an ad and then come back when they're about to hit the ball. It will bother them down the line if people don't go to watch at the gate because it's boring to watch someone do nothing. Yeah. So, yeah, that would be something they would start to address it if they saw that, but they don't see that as far as I could tell. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Lou, uh, are you quick or slow as a golfer? What do you think? I reckon you're Curious. quick. I reckon you're pretty aware yeah. of your situation. I reckon you're pretty aware of the surroundings. I reckon you're a, an efficient thinker. So I think you get all the stuff that can often slow a person down done efficiently and quickly and get on with it i think you might be slow because you might hit the ball off line so you might have to like come back from a tee if you don't play a provisional but i re reckon you'd play that anyway so i would guess you know pretty quick yeah i'm a pretty quick player i typically have been um so i i tend to not uh, i tend to get to it and, yeah and pull the trigger pretty quickly for the most part i i do have times where sometimes uh I, I will I will get a little bit slower um, if I find myself in a really challenging situation, especially when I get really nervous about a, a particular shot. Okay, um, I can slow down there for sure, yeah. um, not intentionally, but I, I I do. But for the most part, I play pretty quick. Yeah, I can imagine that. Um, let's see what the audience will come back to. What we think our ideas are. Let's just see what people are saying on my Twitter. <laughs> there are some, oh, there are some good ones. This is a good one. This is this is a good, good one, and I like this one a lot. What is the reasonable definition of slow play? And I think that's a really good question because when I've done slow play on social media, which I've done quite a lot, um, and I've done it with members at golf clubs, when you ask people how long a round of golf should take, you get a lot of different answers thus leading to ridiculous discussions because if you've got someone who thinks four hours isn't a reasonable time for x amount of group of people to play around x length of golf course um and someone thinks they should play it in three hours 15 those two people are going to clash defining mm -hmm. what is slow is one of the first things really at a club or in an event which I'm sure what they're doing on the PGA tour they'll have a set goal that they want you to achieve otherwise they wouldn't be able to find you on an emotional feeling that, oh, Greg took four looks of his putt when I only would want him to take two, you know. Um, so I like that one. That's a really good one. And then there are some funny ones. So I'm not going to say names. Someone said age. So I asked what were the reasons for slow play. Someone said age. I don't know what they mean by that, because if they mean old, we film a lot all around the world, and the worst group of people to get behind us 
are seniors. They run round. They don't finish all their putts. They don't look for balls. They don't hit the ball offline because they're in it relatively short as a generalisation. And we're out there filming, so we're taking medium to slightly longer, hence we start at different times, and we try not to get involved with any of the paying customers. But sometimes they catch us up out of nowhere, and I just think, where have they come from? But this person says age, which I think is an interesting one. <laughs> this one's really fun. Entitlement. <laughs> God, mm, so yes. I don't, yes. Even, I don't even know what... <laughs> <laughs> entitlement um people who have no interest in getting better at golf and just prefer to leisurely walk around and chat around for 18 holes and again i think that one then leads open to what people are out there for like you know there is times of the day where maybe that is the agenda and is that really something that we should be hating on if that's bringing people to play golf maybe right like what about what about that that one round of your life you get to play Pebble Beach, you're not running for three hours. To exactly, get yeah, thing. get this finished <laughs> like, quick as possible. <laughs> Let's get back into the Holiday yeah. Inn Express. Yeah, yeah. That's going to yeah. be great. Uh, and then other really good, I really like this one, other golfers. Um, and I'm going to lead that one on to our first point. One of the biggest reasons for slow play, what would you guys reckon it is? Other golfers is what this person's suggesting. Uh, I see slow play on busy courses. I see slow driving on busy motorways. I see slow yes. driving in busy cities because there's a lot of people and it doesn't take much. Mm. One person breaks on a busy motorway. There's plenty of studies that show if everyone isn't the same, the right distance away from each other, it sends shockwaves back, literally like a wave. They call it a wave where now two miles down the road, People are stopping because someone slowed down by five or 10 mile an hour driving at 70 and the person was too close behind them and it just sends it back. So other golfers, I would say, is a real key factor for slow play. Lou, would you agree with that? I know you've looked at slow play quite extensively. Don't do all your answers in one go, but slow, uh, lots of golfers. A problem on golf courses? Are supply chain issues still disrupting your operations? Graybar has you covered. As a leader in distribution of electrical, communications, data networking, and industrial products, professionals across the country rely on Graybar's nationwide logistics network to get them what they need, when and where they need it, and within budget. Operating with one clear mission, to serve as the vital link in the supply chain, adding value for customers and suppliers with innovative solutions and services. Their nationwide logistics network, with over 290 locations across the country, assists owners and professionals with building and maintaining the operations in our electrical, communications, and industrial world by getting them what they need, when and where they need it, and within budget. Being able to effectively navigate supply chains to get products on-site and on-time is crucial these days, and Graybar's nationwide logistics network is a game changer in keeping projects on task. To view more information on their services, head to graybar.com. That's G-R-A-Y-B-A-R.com. Yep, Graybar does that. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, the, the biggest reason is tee time interval um, at the amateur level. That's the biggest reason for slow play is golf courses have very short tee time intervals, you know, six minutes, seven minutes, eight minutes, nine minutes. It's just not enough. And it just jams up and there's too much, uh, too many people out there, too much congestion. That is the biggest reason for slow play by a mile. Nothing else even comes close. It's tee time interval. So if you had the club, the, the cl oh, sorry, Mark, but on, the right? club I grew up at, yeah, the club I grew up at 
Tea times start at 7 a.m. on a Saturday and a Thursday. Last tea time was 1.30 and there were six-minute intervals across the board, groups of four, fully booked. It's amazing. They just jam them out there. There's hundreds yeah. of people on the golf yeah, course. Yeah. It's crazy. It's just, yeah. yeah. It's, it's just nuts. But, yeah, six-minute intervals, that'll get it. That'll slow that down. That does not uh, – yeah. it, it, and, it, you know, when you look at it too um, – having shorter tee time intervals typically is not necessarily going to make a golf course more money. Um, if it's a, if it's one, if it's a daily fee type golf course, because, uh, they may think they're going to pack more golfers out there, but what ends up happening is as you get towards the end of the day, there's going to be a bunch of groups that won't be able to finish because the play is way too slow. It's a five and a half, six hour round. So when you, People have studied this. There was a guy who wrote a book. His, his name is Bill Yates. He wrote a book called Out of Time, and he's considered kind of the godfather of pace of play. He passed away a few years years ago, unfortunately, um, but he he consulted for the USGA, hundreds of golf courses all around the world. Um, and um, you, know, you, as a golf course owner, you typically would be able to not have to cut over to a twilight rate um because as as uh you'd be able to do it a little bit later because if somebody had a 4 p.m tea time and uh light it was light until 805 p.m they'd be typically be able to finish where now you know you're gonna have to charge a lower rate for that so when you actually do the math there might be less people but you're going to be able to charge more money later in the day and not have to cut to a twilight rate earlier so it's a lot of words to say tea time interval yeah, yeah. Okay, so there's obviously some other things to take into consideration. So someone's put on my Twitter feed here, and I like this one because this is something I had to deal with a lot when I was teaching lots of new golfers. So lack of ability is one of them. And even though there are things you can do that would make you go faster, taking more shots will take more time. If you are hitting the ball 50 yards and 50 yards and 50 yards, you're going to take a bit longer than someone who's maybe hitting that green in two bigger shots. Um, the trouble with lack of ability is it's used as a weapon against new golfers and it does make new golfers quite scared to get out on the golf course because they're scared they're going to take too long. Now, people will say things like, well, they should pick it up. They should move along. They don't need to finish. Well, you go and pay to watch the next whatever movie you're going to go and watch, but only watch two hours of it if it's a three-hour one. Who's going to pay to go and do a sports activity and just pick the ball up? That's no fun, is it? I yeah. mean, that's not encouraging. Man. So having some times put aside and good organisation of the groups that you put through also might be a good idea if you want to actually encourage some new people to play because the idea that... A new person who has little experience out there and maybe not all the abilities yet because they're learning can move as fast as someone who plays weekly to a decent standard and at the same time that new person enjoy it. They're just not going to enjoy it. I've done it. I've done golf days at golf courses that are busy and I've got a group of new golfers and I'm telling them to pick it up, move along, pick that up. Don't, you don't need to putt that one. You've putted it four times, pick it up. You have to be careful. I think these people are paying me to be with them and they're mm -hmm. paying to be at this place and they, they want to finish. They they want to have a go at putting the ball in the hole. Um, what do you think of that? Lack of ability? Causing a bit I of slow it, play? Yeah, look, you, you're right to me that if, if you're going to hit it more times, it takes longer. I think the organisational side of it from a club standpoint, 
you be smart to set aside some tea times and options, whether it's early or later, probably later, it makes sense. Um, later in the day for, hey, new golfers, beginning golfers to, to do that. Unfortunately, quite often they're learning it, you know, they're learning the game at public courses where they just sign up to play with their mates and off they go. Just uh, I think you can still marry some level of enjoyment with understanding, hey, look, if, if we're out here for five, five or six hours, that's no fun for anybody, including yourself likely. Yeah. Um, so if you can't get it done in four hours, um, to me, that's a red flag. Uh, particularly if you're rolling around in a golf cart and it's a you know sixty something hundred golf co- yard golf course. But, I mean, um, we but used it, to take yeah, we, go ahead. But we used to take these beginners on nine hole par three courses to start. That's where we there started them. But they yeah. still took longer than the person who played that par three course and was it in every green or if they're in seven out of nine greens in one shot. Yeah, yeah. The person who's taking three to get on the green and having three to four putts each green, which beginners do, they're taking longer and the person behind's getting upset. And I just think, well, this is a beginner's course. You've come to play your game on a busy day. Like It'd be like trying to drive your Ferrari in a 30-mile-an-hour zone at 100 miles an hour. Like You just, just go to a track. You're in the wrong place. This, we're tootling around here. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, there should be. There's got to be some patience with that, well, it right? Just, it needs to be awareness that maybe we yes. should be less judgmental yeah. of people who are beginning. No, I see it as learners, drivers on a car. We can all get upset with learner drivers, but we were all learner drivers once, driving our car at thirty miles an hour on the road, thinking, "Cool, this feels fast," and wanting to come down twenty five. Right, you were right. learning. Um, so definitely, I do see. I get that people who are not as good get hammered for slow play, but unfortunately, as someone who's in the business of golf, I want these people coming back for more lessons. I want them joining the club I'm promoting. Mm-hmm. I want them to buy in the shop that I'm selling gears from. I want them to use my range. But if they're just getting hassled and told they're slow and told to pick up all the time, it's, I just think, I, well, I see them not come back. I see them, and I just think, well, on golf. Yeah, it's no fun for them. You no just no question. Yeah. Person because, yeah. you know, they yeah, were trying. No and, I think. You know, just just a level of an awareness. Like I was taught from as soon as I started playing to be aware of the group behind me and all that kind of stuff. And um, but yes, yeah, certainly for beginners, you definitely need to, you know, hopefully put yourself in some environments where you can just take a little bit more time because there's a lot. Even just the the decision making process for a lot of for a lot of beginners is very very because there's 14 clubs. Which one of these do I hit? Yeah. You know, like, and so for a lot of them, just don't even get the full bag. Just go get six clubs. And, you know, it's probably not much difference between your five and your six iron yeah, um, yeah. and things like that. So you can do some things there for, from an equipment standpoint to make the decision making a little easier and quicker. Um, but, yes, it's it definitely if you're only hitting it 50 yards and you walk and pick it up, um, you know, or walk and hit it again 50 yards, it's 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 not enjoyable if you have to just rush around. Yeah, and um, we, we get this one quite a lot on the course, and I'd quite like your ideas on this one. Um, we're sometimes out of busy courses. Um, we're filming, but we're moving with the, with the you know pace of play. In fact, we're moving with the pace of play where we're actually waiting to play our shots each time. We're waiting on the tee or we're waiting, you know, halfway down the fairway because we're in the flow of the, uh, of the generalised day. And we're pros playing, so we're generally hitting it a bit further than, you know, the average person on that course. So sometimes we have bigger weights because we can reach this hole where others are hitting three shots. They kind of get 300 yards away and they're, they're, you know, they're well out of reach. But we're 200 yards away and we have to wait. So the people behind are also waiting. Um, And it amazes me how many people get eggy with us. Uh, I'm not like this doesn't happen often because it has to be a busy course, which we tend to not go on. 
Um, and I see it happening in golf wide. They get, you know, they get really upset. Like they think we're, and I just think, can you not see we're waiting? So I do feel like slow play sometimes starts from this. It starts from a zero tolerance standpoint. Does that make sense? So the initial right. thing is to go, they're doing it wrong in front. And I think, well, like whenever I'm on a golf course, I think, well, I, I can see why they're waiting. I can see why I'm waiting. They're waiting because they're waiting for someone in front um, who's waiting to go. Um, do you find that? Do you think it's like people do start with a little bit of an aggressive standpoint from the beginning? I think it's factored into when, you know, for for experienced golfers, it's factored into the day, yeah. and they're they're watching the clock the whole day yeah. most of the time. <laughs> when it comes to that, I, I will tell you, I agree with what you're saying. Though I played recently, and I've had this happen a lot. I upset the rhythm of the day because um, you know I have to wait that extra. You know, my tee shot's going to go. You know. 280, 290, 300 yards. And a lot of the guys in the group, the other three guys, well, guys, you can hit now. And they're standing there scratching their backsides waiting yeah, for yeah. me to hit. Yeah. You know, so it's almost like it would be better if I hit it. Sometimes I'll just lay up because I'm like, I don't care. And I'll just, I don't want to wait for this 270 yard shot. I'll just lay up and keep, keep the play moving. Yeah. Um, because you feel like you're holding things up. Um, you know, it's one of the disadvantages of being ridiculously long like I am. Oh, well, so, is, Lou, you must have that problem as well, don't you? Hitting it that far, having to wait for par fives to clear all the time, holding up the old day. That must, you've got to be your you got to wait for par fours to clear most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. This there is an go. interesting one from Twitter as well. And I like this one because I do think lots of people, um, this one resonates with me. Fast players, fast players cause slow play. Is that fair? Explain huh? that to me. So fast drivers cause incidents, stroke pileups on motorways. So if I'm driving at 70 miles an hour, which is the speed limit, and someone coming up behind me at 90 miles an hour, if I hit my brake, they have to brake hard, which then means the person behind them has to brake and so on and so on and so on and so on. So what happens is if you've got a full day of course, so no one's going anywhere, all the fast golfers are doing is ramming themselves up the backsides of the people who are moving at well the only pace they can go at they're not going anywhere they're not helping um and then for instance people always talk about that you've got to keep up with the group in front is the idea well if the group in front's idea is playing in two hours you know they literally don't put out and they run mm -hmm. around and i'm playing 18 holes in three hours 15 minutes well i'm not going to keep up with the group in front so the people behind me who also want to play at two hours which is ridiculously fast they're going to say well you're not keeping up with the people in front well i could let you through but if everyone's playing at your pace i'm just going to be stood there letting people through all the time and that leads on to that point as well with fast players fast players wanting to go through when you go through groups that slows it down i have to stop playing you're coming through so i now yeah. have to stop it rarely works out yeah it, it, unless there yeah. is loads of room ahead which on a busy course what my point is is there's nowhere for them to go so being fast all, all it comes through as is a, a bit of an aggressive play that creates funny pockets of build up and gaps in the course. That I just, yeah, it, the, that it, you know, it's a train going, it's a train going down the track, and you've got all these carriages moving at different speeds. Yeah, you know, 100%. it never, it, it rarely works. And and the thing that I've always sort of I've been wondering about is I find too fast annoying as well. Yeah. Right. Oh, you yeah. Want to, you, so that's, oh, yeah. that's, you know, cause I'm like, dude, I kind of want to enjoy it a little bit. I, yeah. I, I don't, I'm not in that much of a rush. I kind of want to, I don't, I'm not going to triple read my six footer, but I yeah. don't just want to 
kick it in without caring. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Like, yeah. You know, like it's it's um it it can be just as annoying when it's and and, and ultimately what it sounds like we get we nut it down to you've got to find you you end up finding your times at your places with the people that you like to go at your speed. Yeah, because the people who are super slow playing with other slow players. They're probably not bothered. Yeah, yeah, you know, 100%. and then you got those, you know, people like like my dad's a great example. He he loves just whipping it around. Let's go. Yeah, you know, like it doesn't hit it very far. Hits it pretty straight, and and he's done. If he can be done in three hours, he's thrilled. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, this is my favorite or well, second favorite one. Stat holes. They call slow <laughs> 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 Is that true, Lou? You're counting all those numbers. You're writing it down on your card. Just get off the green. I'm ready to no, go. No, no, Stop I'm measuring a, a, with your laser. I'm about to hit my stop. shot. Exactly. You don't hit the ball with a calculator. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> yeah, you get your calculator out trying to putt. <laughs> like, that's just annoying. It's that hard. It is annoying. Yeah, I, I don't think we are a contributor to slow play. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm speaking for myself, not, not any other stat holes, but I, I think we play quicker than most so it's not us hitting the ball with a calculator not a club someone's <laughs> <laughs> i've got i've got three saying pensioners old people pensioners i just 100 percent do not agree with that like they yeah, are the I, fastest I group of players agree to disagree most, as well yeah, yeah. I just i i i i seem so unfair <laughs> someone's put conservatives <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no, I don't know why I'm laughing at that. Someone did also put Liz, Liz Trust causes slow play. That really did make me um, giggle. So let's finish on then some best practices. I've got a good tweet here. So what are some of the best practices to help people who do struggle a bit? You know, they take a bit longer and they recognise that they take a bit longer and they want to get better. They don't want to, um, you know, they don't want to annoy their playing partners. What are some of the key things they can do? So I'll give you an example for me. Like people looking for ball wins and water hazards. What is that about? We don't need to look. It's in the water hazard. We know the rules. Yeah. Do you want a ball? I can give you a ball. Is a ball if you want to. Let's not look in there. Oh, but I think that's my ball over there. I don't care if that's your ball over there. Like, you <laughs> Unless you there. have gills, let's you might just, want to sit this one let's out. Let's <laughs> just get on. <laughs> so um, when a ball's in a water hazard, it's gone. Someone's tweeted, which I agree with. That's a big one. I, that one blows my socks off when people are looking for balls. I don't mind if they're looking for their ball in the water hazard. And I'm over there playing, so they're doing it in that free time. Because you get free time, don't you, when it's not your turn. So what you choose to do in that free time does make you slower and quicker as well. What other good practices could people do who recognise that they're a bit slow or they got a friend they want to help who's a bit slow? What other things could they do to help them move a bit faster? Well, I would say you just touched on it there. You can do things while other people are doing things. You know, if you like to get yardages and you like to – you know, figure out where the wind is. You can do all of that while you're waiting for your turn. Yeah. Um, the other thing is if you're the shortest person in the group and you don't want to hold people up, Lou. Try, and hustle, yeah, <laughs> try, and, try and hustle down there a little bit and because you're not going to have time, you're going to be the first one to play. Yeah. And, and, you know, I can tell you on the tour, we, the first guy to play always gets a little more time on the record books. But, yeah, if you can, get down there a little quicker. Um and give yourself a little little extra time to get organized and get things moving in the right direction. But yeah, I would say get all your information in those gaps that you have rather than chatting away or whatever you're doing to other people and uh, and you can hit your shot 
much quicker. Yeah. Lou, you got any tips for yeah. people who want to be as fast as you? I, I mean, along with what Greg just said, uh, uh, I'm a big proponent of ready golf. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and, unless you are, you know, unless you're playing in a match and it's a match play situation and, and, and you're, you know, it, it means something and, and you need to play in order. Um, I am a big fan of just simply, if you're ready to go, um, just pull the trigger. Yeah. Uh, and the guys that I play with, we, we typically do that. Uh, we're not, we're not waiting for somebody, you know, we don't stand and wait. You know, the other thing too, that drives me nuts is I, you know, I typically walk for the most part. Um, but when I see people in carts and I see two people roll up to a cart and there's one ball on the left side of the fairway. Uh, and there's another ball on the opposite side of the fairway and it's only five yards up. And, 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 you know, the one guy just sits in the cart and he waits for the first guy to hit his tee shot. And, and he sits there and the guy puts his club or, or his second shot, whatever it happens to be. And he puts his club away and then they drive over to his when he could have gotten out, known what the number was, walked over, been ready to hit instead of waiting to be driven over. That drives me bananas. Um, those are things you can definitely control. And, you know, you guys are going to love this. This is just wild timing. So a good buddy of mine, he texted me just a few minutes ago. So his first text was uh, like 25 minutes ago, right as we started recording. And he got a question from his dad. And his dad is awesome. His dad is just, he asks the craziest questions. And he te he texted me about slow play. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna see if you can guess who this is. Who is the slow golfer you said who has an above ground pool? And he responded back with no idea. I'm gonna need more context. And he's a PGA Tour player. And and his he said he's he's slow southern hits a cut. Any idea who that is? Slow southern slow playing southern golfer that hits a cut that has an above ground pool. Um, JB Holmes. Oh, <laughs> JB yeah. Holmes, apparently. So I just got that text 20 minutes ago, just wild timing. We're recording a pod about slow play. And, he's and yeah. I get a text about slow play from a guy. I don't know. Maybe he saw your, your tweet, Mark, and that's what, what prompted yeah, him. Yeah, he probably did. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, other things, OB, it's gone, isn't it? That ball's gone. It's, it's gone. Mm. Out, another one. out of bounds. Let's just drop yeah. one up there if we're not in a competition yeah. and get on with life. Or player provisional and it's ob when you get up there you don't know it's ob like you get up, oh i didn't know that was ob yeah well it's fine just put one down and play oh i meant to go back to the sea oh, you're only going back if it's a competition and, and even in, yeah, yeah i've played in competitions where i think you're a million over are you really going back oh i don't want to yeah. nr oh please well NR. they have that new rule yeah. now they have that new rule now if you go if you hit it ob yeah um so if you hit your first tee shot ob um, let's say it's a par four, you hit your first tee yeah. shot OB um, and it's a 400 yard hole and you hit it um, 250 yards uh, and you'd have about 150. It went out 250 yards from the tee. You'd have about 150 yard shot left. You can actually come all the way over to the fairway and you can drop there and you would be hitting your fourth shot. It's, it's a, right. essentially it, you'd be hitting shot number four from there from the fairway from 150 yards to the hole. So I, that might be a local rule. Yeah. I'm not like sure the, before yeah, people start doing that in the next competition. And the, and the course might have to implement it, but yeah. Um, yeah, if you do that in a competition, don't blame me if yeah, you get yeah, DQ'd. Yeah. I have do, heard. Do tweet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Send him a tweet. Yeah. Yeah. I have heard people or that idea, but I'm not sure you can do that when you're, 
um, maybe handicap count in stroke um, playing in a competition. But again, I don't know either. Consult your local rules expert at your course if you want to find out about that one. Um, looking for balls. I hate looking for golf balls. I hate it. Well, so here's here's the problem do you, with Sorry, that, right? do, do you one... look for other people's golf balls? I never look for other people's golf balls. Unless, what? Unless it's a competition, I'll do my bit. But when we play socially, I ain't looking. And you, I don't want you looking for no, mine. we're not, don't, we're don't not look, playing together. Just, yeah. We got we got a look on on forty percent of my tee shots where it's a hunt. <laughs> it's a scavenger hunt. <laughs> See you on the next tee. It's, it's, yeah, it's part of the fun. You're playing a you playing a, a Where's it gone? Where's it gone? You you playing a pinnacle four? <laughs> uh, looking for oh, golf balls though. Do we need to look? No, play, but play here's the problem with that. Obviously, there's a, what, there's ex- there's exceptions to the rule. I get it when you've hit it in a place where you think you shouldn't have lost it. I would go over and look. Yeah, that should be there. But when you go and hit it in the trees, and we're scraping around in the trees, I just think, well, yeah, oh, I'll just put one down. I don't care. It's like, the best part of the game, right oh, there, man. Oh, get on with life. Come on. So here's the here's the one thing that that golf courses need to do on that that they don't do enough of. Way too many golf courses. They think it's the U.S. Open. They grow the rough four inches tall. Yeah. And there's so many places where you can't see the golf ball in the rough until you're on top of it. You should be able to see the golf ball in the rough from 70, 50, 60, 70 yards away without a problem. When you get to these golf courses that grow it up and the ball settles down and you almost have to be on top of it to find it, you can hit golf balls a few steps off the edge of the fairway and then be going, where is it? And you're wandering. You're, there's four people wandering around looking for a golf ball. Three. So golf I'm courses, not looking for it. Cut, <laughs> cut your rough that. down. <laughs> yeah. Someone did put uh, long rough as a as a reason yeah, on the Twitter feed. For sure. I've played a few courses where in the, like, it's like a, a society day. It was actually, it was like a celebrity charity raising day. And they had long rough each side, each hole. Um, and they just made it all red stakes. So basically, if you're in the long right. rough, it's yeah. red stakes. Love it. So if you find it, you play it. If you don't, it's drop it out. It's your two club length and point of entry and all the rest of it. Um, and that was great. It just it stopped people looking. As soon as they're in that rough, I'm just like, it's just, it's so deep in there. You're not finding that. If you do find it, you're going to move it a yard and then another yard. It's just a drop. Just drop it. Yeah. So when we, when we play together next year as a group, as the Hack It Out crew, yeah. um, you need to make a five-minute sub-video of, of the three of us just looking for my tee shots. <laughs> Only five minutes. More... I'll do it, I'll do it <laughs> selfie style with you two in the background over there and me going, yeah. I'm not looking for that. It was miles, right? Only five minutes. <laughs> it's offline. Yeah. I only hit one house this entire summer so far. I saw so. that tweet. Yeah. That's a it's, solid that's summer. Good. <laughs> solid summer. That slows play yeah, down, hitting houses. When's the last time you hit a house, Craig? Do you even remember? Uh, he hasn't no, hit I don't one. actually. I don't reckon you've hit a house. No, I don't. I, 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 yeah, I haven't played a lot of courses recently where, like, no no events have houses that close, but uh, it sounds like you're playing some dodgy venues. No, yeah. I mean. <laughs> we, we play I, I a lot of courses where that we've hit, <laughs> in our videos, we've, we've hit so many things and, Houses, swimming pools. I've hit a sheep that was yeah. on the golf course. Uh, oh, tractors, wow. greenkeepers. I've hit greenkeepers twice on camera, Oof. like properly. Oh, hit. full belt hits the, their bonnet and bounces off. Like, oh, sorry. Mm. Um, yeah, we've hit a lot of things, but we we peppered houses. But you can get some that are just in crazy spots. I think 
off. Who's buying that house? My kids would never go out in the garden if I owned that house because I would just be riddled with panic. I would never buy a house 220 yards on the right side of any golf course. On a par five, anywhere up the right on a par five. No thanks. Do you know know who buys a house in that location? (laughs) Somebody that doesn't golf. Yeah. Right. <laughs> they have no right. clue what they're, yeah. what they're in for. They like the view. Can't believe I'm getting golf balls here all the time. Yeah, yeah there's, a, there's a course near us, and I wish I would have videoed this. I did not video it. So there's a, a drivable par four. It, it's anywhere from 275 to 305 if you're all the way back. And there's this huge uh, um, hedges on the right-hand side, but they're only 20 feet high. You can fly over the top of all of these things, these couple of small, tiny trees. But you can't see these houses that are set back off on the right. They're sort of townhouses are set back off the right. And we we get past the hedges, and I look over, and the house that's about 220 yards off the tee, it's got four windows that are covered with boards. Really? <laughs> Four oh. windows covered with boards from broken glass. Um, How's the view? Awesome. Yeah. So I've Good got. Stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so the audience are saying some similar stuff to we're saying. You know, looking for balls. If it goes in the water hazard, just drop it. Slow golfers seems to be a popular result. Uh, result. Norwegians. <laughs> oh, we're going nationality. Oh, no, now. no, no, no. Someone's Norwegian. Norwegian. <laughs> Swing catalyst. I know some, right. some Norwegians, guys. You're not slow. You drink a lot of beer, but you're not slow. Um, you know, that that's actually a myth that's in this <laughs> book by Corbin. Bill Yates. <laughs> Jeremy Corbyn. Just to even out. He's an ex labor guy. There you go. Yeah, For anyone yeah. who's so if you hear, you, you'll, you'll, uh, you'll hear people say that golfers in the UK play fast than golfers in the united states say that again there's some research that says we play golfers in in, no the golfers there's a myth out there that's that a lot of people will say golfers over in the uk play faster than golfers in the usa so i've played a lot in both places and i would not see that personally no it's it's definitely not they play you're a lot louder (laughs) we're a lot louder (laughs) you play faster than we do but you're not faster players because your courses are much smaller, much more condensed. Yeah, yeah. And the time from the green to the next tee box is significantly shorter than it is over here. Yeah, yeah. And that makes a huge difference. A hundred percent. I can see that on the courses we film around. It's hilarious. Like some of them, yeah. I just think, yeah. oh, if people are walking this course, it's going to take a day to get to the third tee from the second green. Yeah, you could it's build like another golf course between yards the golf course. Through yeah. houses, up a, you know, it's like, oh my God, if you didn't have a buggy, how are they doing that? course length Lou, plays a part doesn't it course course length adds a bit of time does it, it not? does yeah i think it's about um every 500 yards is about six minutes i mean so on that point like playing the right tees um not only will it help you enjoy the game a little bit more but it will help to speed up the round a little bit so playing the right tees the usga has guidance on out there in their t at ford forward program uh, is um you know is a, a big it can contribute like all of these things can add up and contribute and help all of us to play a little bit faster. Yeah. And you know what, you know what I've started doing recently is I'll go up to their tees and it's just to change up for me. Cause I've noticed if I go back, people feel like they need to come back. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, I like, I like to be challenged and I'm like, no, no, dude, you're fine. You I'll just, I'll come to you after, and you can hit while I walk up. But I'm like, Oh, I'll just play off your tees. It's fine. And it just changed it up and hit a lot of wedges or whatever. But it's it's amazing that concept that you 
like you're going to ruin your day thinking you're up. Like just play off the tees you want to play off. It's all good. Yeah, yeah. You I know? mean, yeah. that's a really good point, Greg, because it is it, playing off different tees isn't much fun. As in, if you've got people in the same group having to play from different tees, you don't have the same experience. You don't have the same chats because sometimes they're already in their shots by the time you get there or they're already walking off by the time you get there and you've barely had time to sit. I mean, I'm just thinking about when I used to play with my mum and Fanula, my daughter, um, there were some tees where we were 100 yards further back and I'm literally shouting forwards to Fanu saying, oh, good drive, Fanu. And I just think, this is ridiculous. Like... I want to play with my daughter. I should be going to her tee. So playing off different tees is a great idea, and I totally agree. But playing from different tees, you moving forward, Greg. Mate, if I if I play golf with someone as good as Greg Chalmers, as an amateur golfer, I would want to play in a place because I, I want to watch you play. So I don't want to watch you play hitting over my head. I want to walk back to your tee and right. watch you hit shots because I'm admiring your skills. But I can't do that if I've then got to walk 50 yards towards to get ready to mine because it's going to slow us down. I'm spending my whole day looking back, not really watching the little mannerisms that you do. That Not I really lapping up the glory. Exactly. Yes. The but, excellence. But you see yes. what I'm saying, don't you? In seriousness, it's like yes. you, I want to experience what a tour pro is doing. So I, I get you going forward like that would, is great. For the That's people. kind of fun for me, honestly. Yeah. I, I kind of, I'm like, this is kind of cool. I think yeah. one day I drove like three greens. It was fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Was, wow. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. Made yourself feel brilliant. Um, here's another <laughs> one as well, which is interesting because I get why this one gets the hate. You're like this one, Lou. Pros using aim point to read putts and inspiring, uh, inspiring in inverted commas, amateurs. Now, when Keegan Bradley was hammered, which the press seemed to love to do, the press seemed to love to create villains, and I get why they do, because it does create um, clicks and interactions. So I get why they do it. Uh, it's it's a sad, sorry uh, state of affairs, but I get why they do it. They were hammering um, Keegan Bradley, and that clip keeps coming up where he was aim pointing on a four foot, three foot, six foot putt, whatever it was. It was a short putt. And I literally went on YouTube when people were hammering him. I never posted these things because it just doesn't go anywhere and it's boring and people just get so emotive about it. And I found within 30 seconds to a minute footage of very famous popular golfers, Tiger being one taking over two minutes to hold a putt day two at the Masters on a certain hole, so not the end of the event, where I think we timed Keegan Bradley, and don't quote me on this because I can't remember exactly, he took something like 40 seconds or one minute, five seconds, and I've got footage straight away within 30 seconds of Tiger Woods taking over two minutes to hit a putt. I think oh, that's a one-off case, so I skip forward. Oh, look, he's taking one minute 40 to hit that putt. Oh, he's taking two and a half minutes to hit that putt. And I just think, but we're celebrating Tiger. Well, actually... It, it, Often those things come down to the players people love to hate. It, it like they villainize even then the system that they're using a little bit. Um, I know you posted something about that recently. I mean, aim point doesn't make anyone slower. That's like, I mean, it just. <laughs> what do you think of that, Lou? I mean, aim point wrecking golf for pace of play. No, I mean not at all. Um, I mean, I, as you mentioned, you can go out on YouTube and you can go find dozens and hundreds and thousands of examples of players taking more than a minute to line up and pull the trigger on a putt. I mean, it happens. Yeah. And because they're doing it the traditional way where maybe they look at it from behind the putt, they look at it from the other side, they look at it um, with their caddy and bring their caddy in. And, you know, before you know it, 90 seconds have gone by and it's taken them 90 seconds to pull the trigger. 
And because Keegan is doing something and doing it in a way that not a lot of people do and not a lot of people understand, um, because it's different, it's villainized just because it's different. Yeah. If that was Tiger stalking a putt from every different direction and taking twice as long, nobody would say anything. That wouldn't be a problem because it's what typically everyone has done and everyone has seen for years. But because he's doing it differently, it's it's um, it's treated the way it was. That's my. It'd be it'd be it'd be look at Tiger getting in the zone here. Yeah, it would be celebrated. It would be celebrated. It's so. Yeah, and what's interesting? What's interesting there is not my experience playing with these guys and doing it myself. Um, You have moments where it just feels more important, and you instinctively just take longer. And it could be. I don't, it's not right, but that's just how it works. I've played with Keegan and yeah, he's got a quirky routine and blah, blah, blah. But that's not his routine week in, day in, day out. It's just not. Yeah. Um, you know, the one that they took a little snapshot. Like you get this little snapshot oh. and you think, oh, that's hellish and, uh, you know, let's roast him. I'm like, dude, he doesn't do that all the time. It just wouldn't it wouldn't work. And then here's some other examples of your superstar friends, do, you know, people you love doing it. In a regular it way. Worse. Yeah, they're taking right. longer. It and is, it's so, yeah, it's, it, that's the, you know, just that Twitter world's just annoying. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But unfortunately, that is not just the Twitter world. That's inspired often by some mainstream media outlets just stoking fires. It's so sad to see. Um, and to finish then, last one, and I'm going to say his name. His name's Richard Hooks. Uh, he posted on Twitter, Poor tea time spacing. So we've gone full circle. Lou at the start said it was poor there tea time spacing. And he's saying the same there. And I'd have to agree. Uh, tea time spacing is going to be one of the bigger contributors in there. And if you are slow or if you've got... Uh, I would like the taboo around slow play to disappear. The aggression around it. I'm joking when I say I don't look for balls. I don't look for balls, but I would if I had to and whatever. I'm just being silly. But it's... It's this starting from such an aggressive standpoint when it comes to so play. I relate it to road rage. It's so connected to this kind of world where we've just got to, it's always someone else's fault. It's got to project that hate forwards onto other people. Um, I would like to see a little bit more tolerance when it comes to pace of play. Yep, sometimes it's going to be slow. Sometimes it's going to be good. Sometimes it's going to be quick. Um, just get out there and enjoy it. But poor tea time spacing is the people who run the courses. If they have a good amount of responsibility, hopefully they can use that and hopefully make you all enjoy your golf a little bit more. There you go. Hack it out. Slow play podcast. I've, we've lit, There's a hot potato we've cooked up and we're just going to chuck it into the mix on a Monday when we release this pod. See how everyone gets on with it. They're always Beautiful. good. Those ones. <laughs> Love it. Thanks, uh, as always, for listening. Catch you in the next podcast hit us up on our social channels if you don't already if you want us to talk about any other subjects let us know um and thanks for listening